0: Hello, Amy Talks Politics listeners, and welcome back to another episode. Since everyone's graduating uni this week, or fairly soon, I'll be discussing higher education and whether the government has helped, but mostly hindered, current students and graduates in their studies. In terms of news, there's quite a lot this week. Impeachment proceedings have apparently started in America, or they've put through a bill to impeach President Trump, which, They've been trying to do it from day one so I don't know if it'll work but we'll have to see. Also it seems Jacob Rees-Mogg has got a new kind of fandom In a similar vein to the Millie fandom and the Cameron, David Cameron fandom that uh, evolved over Twitter. In 2015, Jacob Rees-Mogg has lots of uh, of fan Facebook pages and, and things like that, so they're obviously supporting him. He's also had another child, so congratulations to him for that. President Donald Trump recently went over on a state visit to France to celebrate Bastille Day and commemorate the first anniversary of the horrific ban attack in Nice, among other things. And the thing that has caused the most controversy or media attention is Mr. Trump's handshake with President Macron, which has been retweeted on my page. So go and follow me there at Amy Talks P if you want to see it. to today's discussion about university and kind of politics and you think oh maybe politics doesn't have too much to do with it you would be wrong there's a lot to do with politics in university particularly in terms of tuition fees now let me give you a breakdown of the history of tuition fees and how much they have increased over the last nearly 20 years uh, so in 1998 the university fees were introduced for people to have to pay for their university and it was £1,000 a year and then in 2003 they let unis set their own fees at a cap of £3,000 and then in 2006 uh, students starting in the autumn of 2006 were charging a maximum of £3,000 a year. In 2010, as you probably all remember, Nick Clegg promised in his manifesto not to increase the cap on tuition fees and he broke that promise by increasing it to £9,000 a year which is what I had to pay for the last three years of my education and it's paid back only if you're earning over £21,000 a year and after 35 years it gets written off. So over the last nearly 20 years, we've seen an £8,000 increase in tuition fees, which is just ridiculous really because I know people who are missing out on a quality higher education or who actually want to go to uni but simply can't afford it because the maintenance grants and loans and things are all being scrapped and you have to pay it back when you when you earn, um, earn over £21,000 and... They, they can't afford to pay their rent, you know. They have to get work two or three jobs to get through uni, which is a shame because it means they miss out on their studies but also means that they miss out on doing a course and getting a really good job. All the academics I know are utterly outraged that we have to pay fees in the first place, let alone that they're potentially increasing. So are the politicians willing to or going to change this? Well, yes I know Jeremy Corbyn set out in his... 2016 election campaign recently that he wanted to abolish tuition fees for both current students and past students so nobody would have to pay anything after or before the university education which is great and all that but and it, it sure won a lot of voters but my question is how are you going to afford it? This country's in enough debt as it is so it doesn't need to be in anymore because of free tuition fees. Speaking of tuition fees actually there's a good point I want to raise which is that and please, can somebody tell me how this is fair? Basically, if if you are a Scottish person and you go to university in Scotland, it's free. Just fair enough because they live there and all have lived there for a number of years, which is you know perfectly fine with me. But people who live inside and outside the EU get education free as well, but we as British people don't. How is that fair? I really don't know it because you know, but that leads to people doing degrees I'm not going to name any names but people i know who do degrees just because it's free and then they do it in in a, a subject that they're either not going to get a job in or they didn't want to do simply because the government pays for it so if that happened over if that happened in britain a lot of people do the same thing i read a really good article the other day about kind of why we should have tuition fees Somebody made and made a really good point actually. That our universities, you know, Oxford, Cambridge are some of the among some of the top universities in the world. So we should definitely have paying people to keep the best people who actually want to go to uni rather than have what is happening in Scotland where people just go to uni for the sake of going to uni and do a degree that they don't want to do and come out and don't get a job. We want to secure our future for those who are graduating and who have a career that they want to go into that said i also found a very interesting article which has the opposite of 10 reasons why tuition fees are a bad idea and one very good point they did make was that increases inequality so people who are disabled people whose parents are on benefits who don't whose parents don't earn enough money they can get a maintenance loan and a maintenance grant, that's great, but now if you want to go to uni, you have to pay it back. It doesn't really make sense and isn't really fair. However, um, also, they said that the disadvantaged students must help themselves, whether by choosing to attend less expensive institutions or, or ones close to the family home in order to minimise living costs. A choice made according to means, not ability. Or else they can take out larger loans, up to £8,200 per year for maintenance alone. The government has had the audacity to suggest maintenance grants have been inadequate to meet living costs The new loans will mean more money in your pocket. But it is borrowed money and will add an estimated £12,500 to the cost of your university education. The government argue that some or all of the loan may never be repaid. But this outcome would represent a signal failure to achieve social mobility through gaining a degree. A graduate from a disadvantaged background locked into a lifetime of low pay. Higher income families who are on the whole able to shield students and graduates from exorbitant levels of debt. For students from poorer families, their individual exposure to debt is greater and potentially more damaging. Continue to disadvantage them as they attempt to establish themselves. So the government needs to try to both lower tuition fees or find a good and economically right way to possibly abolish them and they also need to find a way to let disadvantaged students have a fair chance at university and a career but I don't know if that'll happen anytime soon we just have to hope and pray really That is it for another episode of Amy Talks Politics. If you enjoyed it, please do go over to iTunes and give me a little five star review. You don't have to, but it would help me out greatly. Just go to the iTunes store and type in Amy Talks Politics or go just Google it and it'll be there. You can also listen on Mixcloud if you don't have iTunes or don't use it. So there's plenty of channels with which to listen to the show. Also, if you want to follow me on social media, you can just go to at ABTalksPolitics on Facebook and at ABTalksP on Twitter. Just before I sign off, I want to say a huge congratulations to every single graduate who has completed their studies this year. You've all done really well and I'm sure you'll get the career you dreamed for. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye!